Welcome to Kindred Mom. I'm Emily Sue Allen, the founder of this lovely online community. I've got seven amazing kids of my own and a heart for moms in the trenches. KindredMom.com is the home base for me and my editorial team, a talented group of women who help curate motherhood stories to share with you. In 2020, we published a book together, Strong, Brave, and Beautiful, Stories of Hope for Moms in the Weeds. And this book is a collection of essays about strength, courage, and beauty in the humble moments of motherhood. It is especially relatable for any mom who has kids under 10 years old. Reviewers have said this book is a balm for the soul and a grace-filled gift for mamas clearing a path through the weeds of motherhood. I hope you'll consider getting your own copy or one for a friend. This book makes a great gift. Stay connected to our community by subscribing to Kindred Mom in your favorite podcast app or by joining our email newsletter for exclusive content, resources, and links to the stories we feature on the blog. Subscribers will receive a preview of the strong, brave, and beautiful book just for subscribing. Today, Lindsay Cornett is sharing a story about persevering through ongoing challenges. I'm excited to share it with you. Learn more about Lindsay at the end of her story. If you're a mom in the weeds, I'm praying for you, cheering for you, and I hope you'll check out more Kindred Mom Stories while you're here. The Long Haul by Lindsay Cornett. What is it with the lights in hospitals and doctor's offices? I hate how they buzz almost imperceptibly, casting a yellowish haze across the room making me feel like I need to blink constantly to keep things clear and in focus. On this particular day, the haze falls over my baby boy, barely one year old. He's wearing a hospital gown with a cartoon tiger print. They try to soften the blow in these moments by covering these tiny gowns in patterns you might otherwise find on a pricey muslin swaddle blanket. During our pre-op appointment a few days before, I sat in the waiting room at the ENT and watched another family come in, their daughter in a wheelchair with many visible medical needs and accompanying equipment. Their family unit for this visit was mom, dad, daughter, and nurse. I kept my own baby boy occupied and tried not to stare or eavesdrop, but still noticed the way each adult dutifully took turns attending to her needs as they waited for their appointment. I was struck by how minor my boy's procedure would be, Lord willing. Here was a problem, chronic ear infections, and its clear solution, tubes. So few parenting struggles have such obvious boundaries, such delineated beginnings and ends, such clear next steps. Now we have arrived to the day of surgery, those oppressive lights hanging over my boy waiting for anesthesia. Not much later, I buckle a drowsy but otherwise happy boy into his car seat, and we are on our way back home for snuggles and naps. The surprising gift of COVID has been the uncovery of true contentment, not because everything is good or even because I've learned to want my current circumstances more than anything else. Instead, when everything shut down in mid-March 2020, each day presented me with only one option, stay home. I stopped considering if and when I might go back to work and what job I would do and whether the money would adequately compensate for childcare, a monologue that had been running in the back of my mind almost endlessly since I quit my full-time job in 2015. In 2020, I ceased feeling like I wasn't getting my money's worth out of our museum and zoo membership. 
without decision fatigue and without wondering about the best use of my time, I learned to be satisfied. I learned to settle in for the long haul, to accept what I had been handed. So much of motherhood exists in the follow-up appointments. The handful of firsts and lasts are dwarfed by the sheer volume of the again and again and agains. Meals, potty breaks, read-alouds, sibling squabbles and apologies, reminders about choosing love, being brave, making mistakes, and trying again. You already had a snack. Your birthday is still three months away. You may not speak to me like that. I love you. I love you. I love you. Pastor and theologian Eugene Peterson once borrowed a phrase from Nietzsche to describe the Christian faith as a long obedience in the same direction. And my, if that isn't also a good description of motherhood, it is long. It is often marked by sameness, but we keep showing up faithful and present, even if nothing ever changes. And isn't that what Jesus says to us? I love you, even if nothing ever changes. I am faithful. And yet I have hope for change and transformation, an extension of my hope in Christ who is making all things new. My middle child asks for a snack 10 million times a day, but I keep repeating myself because I am bound and determined that one day he will learn that afternoon snack is at three o'clock. He will, right? Right? Turns out that my son's ear tube surgery didn't fix his chronic ear infections after all. For some reason, some children's ears just don't like this particular kind of tube, the ENT explained. Let's try again with a different kind. So less than six months after that first surgery, my son was back under those oppressive medical lights for a second set of ear tubes and an adenoidectomy to boot. My, those were very big adenoids for such a little boy. I'm glad we did this, the surgeon remarked afterwards. He hasn't had another ear infection since, which I couldn't have imagined during his babyhood. And yet, six or seven years later, I have learned to expect follow-up, slow movement in the right direction without much clear resolution. We keep showing up at weekly speech therapy sessions. His dentist recently told me he's a mouth breather and his tonsils are swollen. And huh, it's unusual they didn't remove the tonsils along with the adenoids. In motherhood as in life, I prefer forward progress. I am learning that while time may heal many things, some things just linger. I am learning to be content with the long wait and lack of resolution. Around here, we're in it for the long haul. Lindsay Cornett is a loud talker and lover of the written word who lives in Indianapolis with her scientist husband and three young kids. In both writing and life, she explores the intersections of faith, family, creativity, and freedom from perfectionism. She's out there providing hope and solidarity to any other women who find themselves afraid to make mistakes. She is a co-founder of The Drafting Desk, an email newsletter of soulful encouragement for recovering perfectionists. If her kids aren't demanding to be held, she's probably carrying a pen, a book, or a coffee. Her writing has been featured at Coffee and Crumbs, Motherly and Encourage, but you can always find her on Instagram. Visit the show notes from this episode or kindredmom.com for links to everything mentioned today and to join our Kindred Mom community.